I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We the folks are going to find the loudest reason in the unreasonable. It makes sense that announcements because it's okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how you doing this evening? Not great after that song. I'm going to be completely truthful with you guys. <laughs> that was the first intro song that made me uncomfortable. Bob, you better start feeling better because we're the folks that bring the blah, 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 blah. Did you hear? <laughs> God damn it! You're paying attention. Yeah, was, I stuttered over it instead of like actually yeah, enunciating the words, and the, the syllables. I just amazing. <laughs> Isn't that how it normally sounds? Oh wait, I normally actually do make real uh, letter sounds. I was barely paying attention. I was like getting shit together for like to intro the topic, and then I heard that, and my face like lit up, and I had to pull up Discord to see if like Bob noticed it and was like laughing, and he wasn't. I was blown away. Sorry, I was focused on uh, volume control there as well. So, so I was trying to communicate with aliens. Oh, if you want, so, you guys want to help bring the blah, 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 uh, what number would you call for that? <laughs> One eight thirty three six 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 nine eleven. Again, that is one. Fucking assholes! I had to. I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> I got a fun topic for you guys tonight. Yeah, what is it? What do you guys know about cave paintings? Millions of years old, ancient ancestors of the human no, genome. No, that's dinosaurs. Wait, is, is, this oh. the, is this the alien topic? Do aliens come down and like uh, paint animals from alien planets and like pyramids from alien planets in our caves? If you find out about cave paintings from the History Channel, I'm sure that it was aliens, but <laughs> I don't think most people <laughs> claim that it was aliens. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, enlighten us. We both seem to be off base. Yeah. Well... We have thousands of caves that have been discovered now with cave paintings from 10,000 to 40,000. I think the farthest back they try to say is like 65,000 years ago. So 10 to 65,000 years ago. Okay. Um, when do you think we discovered the first cave painting? I mean, we we've had... Philosophy, you know, the philosophers, ancient Greek, that Greek, that's that's BC. We have written works that are amazing for three thousand years. So, when do you think these great minds and these great thinkers were the first time they discovered ancient writings on cave walls? Can I take a guess? Yeah, Josh, you seem to know. Do do you want to? Say your piece. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't understand how we wouldn't always just be aware of them. Human humans <laughs> use caves for shelter, like 
<laughs> I've always used caves for shelter and whatever, like constantly throughout all, all of history. And uh, there are caves around cities and civilization everywhere. I, I think it's really more of a question of when did humans first appreciate cave paintings for the art and historical <laughs> significance that they are? And a, the answer to that is one, probably Josh. like 1890, right? <laughs> well, hold on. Let me say my piece Sorry, because... Bob, yeah, Bob, Bob, what's, what's your... I'm guess? guessing around the peak of the British Empire when a bunch of bunch of affluent Brits went to Africa and started like spelunking down there for like literally no reason other than their hubris. That's a good guess. You guys are both <laughs> very, very close, to be honest. Because the first family, I mean, you know, the type of people that take shelter in caves are, you know, poor farmers getting caught in a storm or like, you know, real laborers, maybe miners, a bunch of miners might find cave paintings. But uh, no, it just happens to be uh, weird, a, a, a weird academic whose daughter married into uh, the 19th largest banking family in the world. Uh, as As you do with these things, you have to be a wealthy, what's the equivalent of a fucking billionaire today? In order to ever trip over a dinosaur bone or a cave painting and have it be real. Wait, is, is, is that it, is that above or below the Rothsteins or the Rothbergs? This nineteenth, uh, far below them for sure. Okay, but this is like so wait, it's not Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos level. It's like this is like Trump money. <laughs> so, like you could buy a football team, but you you know right. Okay. You're gonna be famous, rich, but you're not like it doesn't. You're not so the ar- Rothschilds. Around the time that archaeology became a, a giant hit, right? And they started kind finding of dinosaur like in bones. That period of those that 1800s period where origin of man, dinosaurs were invented. Also, finding cave paintings, caves. The first time we ever went in them in 1879. By the way, is when this. This is a cave that the locals knew about, by the way. This was a well-known location. Well, when did when did Oxford issue the first art history degree? Like, I think that's what we should be asking. <laughs> Dude, you're not like you're not that far off. Like <laughs> So, let's let's go back to the year 1879, okay? So, the Altamira Cave, now famous for its unique collection of prehistoric art, was well known to the local people, but had not been given much attention until 1868 when it was discovered by the hunter Modesto Perez. Now, this guy, uh, what's his first name? It's Sat- Satolo is his last name, so I'm just going to use his last name. Uh, or Marcelini, Marcelino de Satolo. Okay, so he started exploring the caves in 1875. He didn't see the paintings, however, until 1879 when his daughter Maria, nine years old at the time, incidentally <laughs> noticed that the ceiling was covered by images of bisons. Sautola, Sautola, yeah, this guy's name sucks. Sautola, having <laughs> seen similar images engraved on Paleolithic objects displayed at the World Exposition in Paris the year before, 
Oh wow! So the year before, he see goes wait, to wait, World wait. Fair in Paris. He goes to yeah. A, it's a all place coming with together, no controversy <laughs> at all. The, a, he saw he saw images of bison that were uh, made out of Neolithic jute, and uh, <laughs> and then painted them on his own cave that he'd been hanging out in for four years. And then his daughter just happened to see them. So he rightly assumed that the paintings might also date from the Stone Age. He therefore engaged an archaeologist from the University of Madrid to help him in it, it, it to help him further his work. Now, oh man, everything's up coming then, up Aaron on this topic. What's that? <laughs> everything's coming up Aaron on this topic. Oh, I know. Yeah, Bob. How do you? Uh, I, I know it's still early in the topic, but how do you feel about World's Fair as being a hoax now? Uh, it's way more compelling than his original oh, argument. Good. Good. That's <laughs> like the direction this is going in. Now, just a side note, guys. Up until 1879, much like the panda bear, uh, cave paintings <laughs> had not been discovered by thousands of years of like human civilization with written language. Not once discovered. They all had art. You know, they didn't understand art. You're talking about like Michelangelo's, uh, you know, sculptures and you're talking you, all these old paintings and sculptures. We didn't appreciate art, though, until 1879. That's the first time that we went, huh, I guess that's art, too, from the Stone Age. So 1879. Well, we, did, we didn't appreciate bad art until 1879. <laughs> that might nice. be real. Then they did start <laughs> handing out those art history degrees. <laughs> 1879, we discovered this art. Discovered it's from the Stone Age. They they claimed that it was people were saying it was a hoax for like 20 years. And in 1902, after uh, a bunch of other cave paintings started being discovered, they decided that his work was real. And that guy was dead by then, I think. He died like 11 years later in like the 1890s. But his daughter married into a uh, super rich banking family. So, you know, as, as one does when they're... Uh, an actually known archaeologist or anything along those lines. They marry into wealthy merchant families. Um, <laughs> As is tradition. So then, much like the dinosaur race that happened in like 18, in the 1870s, 1880s, when we started tripping over dinosaur bones, we started to discover, dude, from 1902 to like 1950, we discover we're just tripping over fucking paintings in caves. From then on, we have Cueva del Castillo in Spain, 1903 discovered. Cueva de la Pasiega, 1911 discovery. The caves of Arce Sir Curie uh, in Burgundy, discovered 1947. The caves of Gargas, 1906. Peck Merrill in France, 1922. Lascaux, 1940. Lamerche, uh, 1937. The Solsum Cave in Norway, 1912. So everyone starts finding these, these uh, cave paintings. Mm -hmm. And now, and we start opening them up to the public to go view this prehistoric art. And like, you know, shortly after they're discovered, most of them get open to the public. They've run into a little bit of a problem. You want to guess what that problem is? 
Um, not enough. Take flash photography and ruin the dye, the the pigments. Uh, Unfortunately, they didn't use that dumb of an excuse, but (laughs) but yes, the the paintings are starting to fade and get ruined. Which, you know, obviously they're definitely ten to sixty five thousand year old paintings that stood the test of time, but. 50 years of people looking at them made them fade away. They didn't get painted 100 years ago and are fading away naturally on that natural course of a 100-year-old faked painting. That's not what's happening. What's happening is that, uh, well, you know, don't take it from me. I'm just, I'm just a dumb, stupid idiot. Let's, <laughs> let's read some uh, reasons that, uh, paint, that these paintings might be uh, being destroyed. Oh, of course, the first article I pop up is a uh, 404 error not found. Great. Um, <laughs> Just like the paintings. <laughs> at least. Yeah. Ancient cave paintings in peril again, scientists say. Again? Has, has this happened before? <laughs> constantly. Con- they're constantly. Honestly, every single one we've ever discovered, the paintings are going away. Another well, reason that people should all kill themselves, they're the virus, and they should eat bugs. Well, they, they should do the thing like with dinosaur bones, where because those are radioactive, they have you know props up in the museums. They, they need to just kind of have fake cave paintings out for people to see that they can constantly be renewing, repainting over. Uh, and then the real ones, you know, they just keep them in the back. That's what it is. So we should have the real ones hidden in the back and and every painting that you have to trust me bro they're real we just we we reconstruct for the public this is what the cave painting would have looked like 20,000 years ago yeah but it has to be using contemporary methods and tools too so we have to spend whatever time and money that that takes and like you know make make whoever's uh, recreating these paintings feel good about themselves for doing that too oh dude without power tools Okay, the, the honestly the optimal tools for this is just a paintbrush and a chisel and you can literally create the world's fair in like 3 years with no power tools. It's so easy. <laughs> That's disavow. Before the disavow. invention of the power tool. It's it's <laughs> so cave painting, Josh, don't worry about it. It's going to take one guy like a coffee break. <laughs> okay, so, go, go on. Cave paintings in peril. Yes, they're in great peril. Altamira Cave, which is the one we're talking about, the first one ever discovered, it's, although it's currently closed, is at real risk. The threat, according to the scientists, is that even a limited stream of visitors will spur bacterial and fungal growth on the cave walls, damaging the very paintings tourists long to see. So... The fact that people ever step foot and see it's once you look at the photo, bacteria from your retinas jumps to the paintings and fades them like naturally would a 100 year old cave painting. But it's really it's your fault for having seen them. They all this they're all going to disappear now because people are bringing bacteria in to eat the paintings away. Aaron, I think you're being a little bit flamped flambastic or hyperbolic going on here. It's obviously not our eyeballs aren't shooting out bacteria at these paintings. 
I think they're just making an argument for wearing an N95 mask into the cave from now on. Well, really, all all sorts of museums or exhibits, not not just caves. (laughs) Well, Josh went there. (laughs) He just really loves his art. Dude, start looking up these cave paintings, too. It's hilarious. Like, for one, they recopied the same painting over and over again in a bunch of places, which is just put somebody's hand up on the wall and spray paint fucking red around it and take your hand away. That's literally like they did that in like five different caves. Yeah. It's, it's just a message to other tribes. So like, of course you're going to repeat the same, same message, but it's literally just animals. Like that's all they ever like drew was like, animals. yeah, cause they want to pretend that stone, the cavemen only, could only could think of that's the funniest part is that the the art is so uninspired it's what a like a 100 iq scam artist would think a stone age person would be thinking about yeah a real stone age person (laughs) would be uh using you know the, the canvas of cave walls to write down tax records and make sure uh everyone everyone else knows who they need to go kill to take money from Dude, you wouldn't you think that there would be some art like that? It's just a guy like bashing another guy's balls in <laughs> with a rock. Like, why wouldn't some of the art be like that? It's always a herd of buffalo. Like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like it it the cave paintings are like draw something that makes me think of cavemen. Oh, on it, sir. And then that's like it. That's what the cave paintings always are. Maybe like which berries are poisonous? That might be a helpful one too. Yeah, I don't know. I I I doubt. Maybe, maybe some cavemen. pornography. That I feel like cavemen would be into that too. Yeah. Why wouldn't there be like caveman porn? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what got viewed too much in the early 20th century and got ruined. Yeah, some half monkey bitch with huge tits. <laughs> like that should be on the walls somewhere. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Just big hairy fucking double D's. Yeah, I, I'm not really uh, sold on the idea that cavemen who were fighting every single day of their lives for food and survival would be like, mm, got a, got some downtime today, chaps. Time wait, for some wait, painting. Wait. Like, they're, they're cave women they left behind in the caves to paint these, okay? Like, <laughs> Is that, that why they're all child childish and like terrible looking? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> something, something's never changed. <laughs> it's one of those things though that once you see that like the trend the trend of discovered in 1879 you're telling me for 3000 years of recorded human history no one found cave paintings until 1879 and then we found literally a thousand in the next 70 years and then it's just like the panda bear it's like Okay, so we went through four thousand. We went through thirty nine hundred years of written Chinese history where they never mentioned its existence. Then it was everywhere, and it became their mascot. Like that's <laughs> fucking nuts. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Going through all of human history without mentioning cave paintings, no one talked about cavemen. I mean, you're talking about people that were writing deep ideas. So as everybody thinks like BC times, all retards, but it's like, you're talking about like Plato's Republic and shit like that. Like you're not talking like cavemen in BC times. None of them acknowledge that there was fucking 
cave paintings. They talked about Atlantis being a city 9,000 years prior to them of advanced technology. And then, but they don't recognize cave paintings. You know what I mean? It's just, that's, that's none a, of that's that a good point. Up. They're like, wait, there are probably even more cave paintings that are lost underneath the sea that like, we, we just need to send divers down and find them. I think the noble citizens of Plato's Republic, uh, never were smart enough to bring their nine-year-old daughter into a cave with them to go to, to look upwards, maybe. Their nine-year-old future <laughs> heiress to a fucking Spanish <laughs> banking fortune, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's definitely the lack of nine-year-old daughters, not the lack of Spanish banking fortunes back in, uh, you know, the, the 500 <laughs> BC. Yeah, or just scam, scam-inspired Paris World Fairs, you know, we get one of those, and then... The hand rubbing. They had the actual like the actual Parthenon back then. Like it's close enough. Sure, they built that in six months. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Don't get cheeky, Josh. (laughs) 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 So, anyways, the my my point of this whole thing is start looking at cave paintings. They're fucking so dumb, and they're all clearly faked because they're all just found by, again, like dinosaurs, rich academics are the only people that find shit in caves. Are you kidding me? Not poor poor people don't even find shit in caves. Only rich fucking future billionaires do. So well, I mean, sp- spelunking tools, the uh, equipment costs a lot. I don't know if you, you ever tried it yourself, Aaron. <laughs> this is not a hard cave to get into. You don't have to spelunk into the Altamere Cave. They built a sidewalk that goes right up to the paintings. Like it's ADA accessible. Yeah, a bacteria-filled, paint-destroying sidewalk. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, guys, gun to your head. This is how we'll end this one. Gun to your head. Do either of you believe in cave paintings? Has <laughs> done that we have any preserved cave paint? Wait, okay. Here, I guess really here's the question: <laughs> are, are these ten thousand plus year old paintings that microbes are destroying now, or are they fading because a bunch of scammy gravelers fucking drew pictures on the wall and said it was from ten thousand years ago? I would say the probability of it being fake and painted on a hundred years ago is much higher than any other like circumstance in, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And having a 20,000 year old painting survive that people in a cave, people are just walking in and out of undiscovered until a nine year old looks up. But I mean like th- these bacterias, like it should be being affected by these bacterias and viruses like all the time. Shouldn't it? No, no, like only humans are carry to- them. Obviously, animals uh, going in there is never going to affect it. The fact that bats have lived in there for 1,700,000 generations of bats, that doesn't cause bacteria. It's 10 people going in and looking at cave paintings. That causes it. it, it it's If you walk in and you have the capability to go, huh, I think this might be bullshit. Why is that fading? Then they got to go, uh, because uh, of you. You brought in bacteria. <laughs> I didn't lie. It, yeah, because it, it sounds like a complete hypothesis. They're like, it's fading. We need to figure out why with the assumption that it's real. Not, you have to assume it's real because we can't. Yeah, They've exactly. had people say that they carbon dated the shit and that it's 
oh, it's 11 to 19,000 years old because we carbon dated the fucking rock. And it's like, now they're full of shit if they can't tell that the fucking painting is fake. So they can't, they can't say it's fake anymore or else their thing's fake. So now there's a whole bunch of people that are reliant on it not being on it being completely real. Right. Yeah, because you have uh, entire academic institutions who have said that these are real. Yes. Over yeah. multiple years, like like over 100 years. <laughs> For over 100 years now, they've said that they're real. And they can't say that they're not real. So now they have to be like, uh, yeah, uh, our, our, a new academic institutions like popped in. Hey, we're biology. Oh, yeah, it's definitely microbes that are destroying these. This was all real. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, Josh, what do you think? So, Aaron, when you first mentioned you are bringing this in, I, I thought the twist was going to be that um, like a lot of cave paintings were discovered to have been, you know, graffiti or paintings by uh, you know, folks in 16, 1700s. Um, and, and like that, there, the story, a big scandal or story had come out. Cause that was, that was something I ran into. Um, I, I'd been touring these, these megalithic, uh, this megalithic temple out of Malta. And that was one of the things that happened there was apparently back in the 16, 1700s, like noblemen just taking tours around ancient sites in you know random Mediterranean places was was the thing to do. But like all of them would graffiti like their names and like little text on there and little artwork and and whatnot like these bathroom stall style. And uh, awesome. like then you know a hundred years later, uh, all the archaeologists thought that it was real like you know fifty thousand year old art and and writing. And then they found out pretty quickly. Oh shit! No, this is the name of just some nobleman from a hundred years ago. Um, <laughs> so, like, awesome. I, I thought that that was going to be the story, but uh, I mean, you you make a pretty good case. I think probably uh, most of most of these paintings are uh, likely likely fake, false, more recent. Um, I, I don't know. I don't really have any idea of how you preserve a cave painting. Like, caves it are preserves notoriously itself by the fact that the fact that you found it means that it's fucking already preserved. Well, you know, no, but I mean, I don't, I don't know like how reasonable it is to expect a cave painting to exist for 10,000 years. Like It's not reasonable are, at all. It's actually retarded to think that a cave painting exists for 10,000 years. Yeah, caves are notoriously wet and humid places, and that's kind of the least conducive environment for preserving anything. And because of the nature of the lie, since human beings are the only one that can figure out that a hunt that this painting that's been fading for the last hundred years, they're like, I'm doing the math and there's no way this could be 27,000 years old since if it faded this much in 10 years, uh, I'm starting to believe that this was maybe made 20 years ago. And then they're like, Oh, you were actually making it fade. It's the only excuse they have left. You can't, you can't say it's time. You can't say it's anything, but humans have to be the ones making it fade. So they start there and then make up their excuse. It's, but it's like, into my, in my mind, it's so fucking obvious that there's no way these are real. There, we do not have preserved 19,000 year paintings in open air. That We don't have that. Yeah, maybe if we found like, uh, is it, there, there was some... Um... When Mexico, there was a a mine collapse, and some bodies were like naturally mummified because, under under circumstances where uh, it was the air was sealed off, 
like if there were certain, if there were caves where the air was sealed off for a thousand years, like I could understand like a circum something like that, but not not open air, not like just some rich person walks in and finds it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's and that's all rich people did from 1902 to like 1945. Oh, we gotta have a hobby. Good for them. It's definitely one of those easy ways for for those people like a hundred years ago to make a name for themselves. Oh, I found a fucking cave painting. Put me in the history books, everyone. Uh, a shame, a shame yeah. that Steven Spielberg never made a movie about cave paintings. That, that's that's really all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cave paintings are all fucking stupid, and you're stupid for believing in them. <laughs> I'm, glad, right. I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> so I actually want to actually want to build off of the cave paintings. So you'd mentioned uh, the Lascaux cave paintings in France, um, supposedly twenty thousand year, years old. Blah blah blah. They depict a bunch of different animals, um, some cows, some horses, but they also depict uh, the infamous auric, the the water the extinct water buffalo, um, been extinct for a couple hundred years at this point. We don't know. <coughs> Don't know exactly when, but we know that it was around for tens of thousands of years because we have cave painting records of uh, something that's definitely oh this God. specific species <laughs> of um, of animal and not, you know, a cow or bison that it looks exactly like uh, because Does these the are very detailed original cave painting. Cave painting is it like a stick figure with horns? How'd you guess? <laughs> I mean, you can tell from the skeletal structure that it's an oryx and not a bison, just in, ca in case you were wondering, or not any other type of water buffalo. But uh, that, that's, that, that actually, it brings me into something um, I, I want to revisit. I, I think we've brought it up at some point previously in the show, but um, oryx are one of the, the top on the list species for de-extinction. Are you guys aware of uh, where the whole field of de-extinction is, is at right now? Um, what, like morally, ethically? <laughs> no, no, like, like progress made. Like how many, how many species? Like, like None. 10, 20? Zero. We're at zero. Big, uh, big news for orcs, guys. They're <laughs> fifth in line to be de-extincted. And, uh, they just have to wait infinity for number one to be de-extincted. <laughs> What what are we at, Josh? We're at zero. Uh, I I would put it at um, <laughs> approximately <laughs> one point one point five. Oh my god! <laughs> one and we've we've unextincted one and a half species. I was what, thinking to myself, yes. there's no way Josh is going to use a fraction in this. <laughs> well, I thought he was going to use a fraction, but I thought it was going to be under one. But now he's yeah. saying that we've de-extincted a species. Yes, I'll get to that in a second. I want to want to build up the suspense, but the 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 old example, oh. the point five, is um, actually Classic the uh, <laughs> the the Pyrenean ibex. Um, so it's you know, a uh, it's a it's a goat thing. It's a whatever, but it's it's an ibex. You know what ibex is? Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't extinct. You can't de-extinct something See, that wasn't extinct. That's why it's a point five. They successfully cloned it from material that they still had after it was extincted, but um, the, the the clone like lasted five minutes, had a long defect. But but so it's um, extinct. It, again? You're right. 
Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, I mean, well, it, no, it wasn't. You're, you're right that it was not extinct when they cloned it. So but even though they demonstrated they extinct. could, yes. Okay. But they demonstrated that they them. could de-extinct it is, is kind of the point. And they chose not to. <laughs> okay, Josh, <laughs> this is going to drive me nuts. <laughs> what are you claiming that they've successfully de-extincted? Play the clip, Bob. A group of scientists just resurrected extinct molecules using AI. My question was, why? Over time, bacteria is becoming more resistant to our antibiotics, making some treatments less effective at fighting diseases. One way that researchers are trying to fight back is by looking for new antibiotics. And some have suggested that we should look to the unique molecules in our ancestors for antibiotic ingredients. This is called molecular de-extinction, and the thought is that if those oh molecules help them, maybe they can help us too. Our closest relatives are Neanderthals and Denisovans, who went extinct between 40,000 and 15,000 years ago. Both of their genomes have already been sequenced from ancient bones and artifacts. So researchers were able to use those records to train a machine learning system to look for molecules in their genome that might be able to help us make good antibiotics for present-day humans. We'll have to wait and see if it generates any successful results. But the general ability to find new antibiotics at a faster pace is super important, and it's one way that machine learning could help us move medicine forward. If you like optimistic science and text... Sorry, I didn't so not listen to... The animal, but like, molecules. We've successfully de-extincted molecules. I don't believe them. They did the one thing we can't see if they de-extincted it. That's the one that they're successful at. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, I'll say the, 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 with the Oryx, they almost had a success with the practical approach. Um, so since Oryx are so similar to cows and bisons, they were effectively just selective breeding cows uh to reverse uh try to make like, one look selective. like a fucking orc <laughs> kind right. of yeah it's like re reverse of all them like, species go still. back they didn't de-extinct uh, oh, it oh, oh aaron do you not understand how evolution works well that's just they, some they, no, weird they, human so, abomination that we've created that's what that is no, they, they, they had it they had a secondary project where they actually they were doing that but also uh editing genes to kind of speed up the process they um, can't do that either God damn it, I hate them. I hate them so much. Remember they used to say you could just pick your kid's birth trait? You're going to be able to just pick your kid's traits because in the lab they'll be able to just flip the fucking genes that you want on and off. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a kid who has uh, one blue eye, one green eye, um, <laughs> blonde hair, uh, you know, and severe skin autism. Tone. And, Josh is creating oh, you know, his just, own just fucking to moderate autism. protagonist. And they'll be immune to uh, immune to Alzheimer's. You know, it's it's easy. Just need to pay an extra fifty thousand dollars and voila. Yep, and they just flip the switches. They we just gene modify that bitch. What's the process of gene modification? Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, it's too smart for you to think about. Fucking you, so stupid. Do you not do you not hear about CRISPR? It's the AI machine learning of uh, the, the genetic world, dude. That's my favorite. I somebody was trying to tell me that on the train. I had a train engineer being like, Dude, <laughs> "That CRISPR shit, they can do anything." I'm like, "No, they can't. They can't do. They literally can't do anything." They, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Now they're going to be like, "We've de-extincted ten thousand species a day. All all of the species happen to just be a molecule, but we totally do it. Prom, we promise. We pinky swear." 
Yeah, I think I think they should start with shrimp because we don't have enough biodiversity of shrimp. But sorry, yeah. Bob, what do you <laughs> like? What what's with the wordplay that they're that they're playing here? Because they're saying they de-extincted a uh, species, or did they say that? No, they de-extincted a molecule. This yeah. is an extinct molecule because we know we don't even know what the fuck lives in the middle of the Congo, but we know all of the molecules that exist and or are extinct. Aaron, you you just you you just showed us double helix cave painting photos. We have the DNA of ten thousand year olds uh, proto humans. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? To to claim that you know what molecule is extinct is fucking nuts. So I, I think we have a tie-in here. I think the scientists were using they were chipping away at the the old paintings to get the the old molecules to re or <laughs> to to revitalize them. That's why the K paintings are going away. We have to use them to de-extinct all of these molecules. Right? And like Prometheus, they flew too close to the sun and got their bacteria <laughs> all over our ancient science and destroyed it. <laughs> oh, woe is man! Coughing right onto the K painting. Ah, oh, god damn it! I, I did this. All of this shit is nothing will ever come from it. It's all lies. It's all obvious lies too. Like these people must get tricked every day in their life. That the ones that believe this shit are the biggest suckers on the planet, just getting duped day in, day out, and have no way to fucking navigate life without just getting ripped off. I bet they get all every anyone that believes this article reads it and goes, "Oh wow, cool." has given money to Nigerian prince in hopes of financial restitution at the end of it. So I think it's just used as like the propaganda campaign. I think it's like the same thing where like science discovers like 10,000 species every year. Like we discovered all these different variants of shrimp in Antarctica. Also, none of them show up on our dinner plate, by the way, not a different, we don't have one different (laughs) shrimp to eat. But we find 2,000 of them a year. We haven't, not one of them is more delicious than a regular fucking Atlantic shrimp. Well, we selectively bred and GMO'd the shrimp that we have in the grocery store. So those, those are pretty optimized for a deliciousness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> They're not optimized for deliciousness. See, why can't Monsanto throw a fucking couple of these new shrimp through the CRISPR machine and make even more delicious shrimp? If we're getting this many species with that much material to fucking genetically modify at, at the fucking press of a button apparently uh wait, we should have the most delicious shrimp you've ever seen in your life I, I heard there was a new startup that was using shrimp tissue cloning shrimp tissue to create shrimp uh flesh in a vat so you can have ethically sourced lab-grown shrimp uh, mm, can't wait <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious. We only had to make 10% of it with fetus cells. Like, I can't wait till we hear these stories coming out. Don't worry. It's cow fetus cells, not human. Trust me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's, uh, what are the hopes and aspirations of this de- uh, extinction project that they're, that you're talking about, Josh? Well, uh, the the mo- the number one on the list, um, obviously, is the woolly mammoth, uh, and yeah. that is currently on a 2027 timeline. Uh, this company, Colossal, uh, recently, uh, recently as in January of this year, got a, a new 60 million dollars in funding to uh, work towards the goal of de-extincting the woolly mammoth. New countdown, um, boys: two years to the moon, four years to the mammoth. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we're uh, booking up our calendar pretty quickly here. All of a sudden. Oh, dude, these field trips in the next couple of years are going to be fucking sick. We're gonna fucking <laughs> Ride a riding mammoth. woolly mammoth on the moon by 2034. <laughs> I mean, as as a quick as a quick aside, um, can you guess what the top three listed uh, motivations are for the extinct the woolly mammoth? Because it seems like a little bit just you know a, a pet project out there sort of thing. Like, ooh, we proved we're god, but no, they're, they're actual practical reasons why they're trying to do it. And you know, the sixty million dollars. Here's a practical reason, Josh. If they could really do it, I I give one reason that they would do this. If you could fucking make your own pair of woolly mammoth like you pulled them off of noah's ark and had just a petting zoo just this little zoo where you could fucking go look at a woolly mammoth every single person on earth that could afford a plane ticket would go look at that and you'd be you'd make fucking billions of dollars so there's one reason Sorry to say, Aaron, the number one reason is actually to decelerate melting of the arctic permafrost you're pretty close but not not quite there to, w- woolly mammoths the- <laughs> are going to keep the Arctic cold. Uh, the, number number two reason is to prevent the emission of greenhouse gases trapped within the permafrost layer, up to six hundred million tons of net carbon annually. How? El- what are they? Woolly mammoth scientists? And number what three are they is talking to about now overshrubbed forests back to natural Arctic grasslands with help with car, which help with carbon emissions. Um. They, wait, this, this is on the front page of the the, the Colossal wait, Labs. Website. They want to get rid of forests and replace them with grasslands to save no, the no. planet. This is what they, yeah, or Bob. This is this is how retarded this is. They can't even stay consistent <laughs> in one paragraph. They want to keep the Arctic frozen. So, okay, let me get this straight. Let me just let's recap here. Aaron's freaking out. We have to de-extinct a species of elephants. So that the Arctic will stay cold and also be grassy. Is that, am I getting this correctly? Yes. Oh, you you, you get it now. I'm glad you support the cause, Aaron. This might be the dumbest article. Where did you find this? This might be the worst one we've ever read. And that's not, I'm not even being hyperbolic. No, let me, let me post. uh, This is insane. How are elephants supposed to help with this? I have the one article up above. It's the um, popular mechanics one, but this is the company's actual website. You scroll down like just slightly. Uh, I'll continue with, with number uh, reason number five: um, to foster an ecosystem that can maintain its own defenses against climate change. Again, this section is titled 10 Core Goals for Reviving the Mammoth." Oh my god! This is I. This is nuts. This is they might as well write an article that's like. Oh, we need to de-extinct the dinosaurs so that Earl Sinclair can uh, re-be a television dad for us and help run uh, the construction site down the road. Like, is it like this is ridiculous? Is, is that too old of a reference for both of you? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you remember that show, Bob? Dinosaurs. Oh, uh, dude, that awesome show was, was fucking amazing. <laughs> The baby, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, he was great. Earl, <laughs> Earl, Earl's the dad. Yeah, the Sinclair family. Reason number eight: to establish a proven link between genetic sciences and climate change. Oh wow! It's wow! It's so scammy. It's all That's, lies. Like, how is Aaron's how right? Is this a Aaron, real company? 
I mean, their whole goal right now to save the planet is to get rid of, like, most of the cattle that we use for, like, food consumption. And it's like, we got too much cattle. They're farting too much. Got to get rid of them. No more livestock, guys. buzzwords. Also, we're going to revive a dead elephant variant that will, I assume, consume, like, uh, probably an entire, like, football field within an hour of food. You okay, know, guys, rapid fire solutions. Let's help this company out. We're gonna we're gonna join <laughs> this company right now. All right, I'm gonna run this board meeting here with our, my sweet PowerPoint that I've been given. Uh, all right, Bob, Josh, uh, we're at crunch time here. We have ten core goals for reviving the woolly mammoth. Okay, one to decelerate the melting of Arctic permafrost. All right, furry elephants. How do they help decelerate melting of Arctic permafrost? Go. Um, uh, because we no, because we can do a, a like we did the Antarctica and having a treaty and people not allowed to go b- below there. We can do a new treaty for the North Pole, um, and like the whatever parallel because Brilliant. it's a it's a preserved area <laughs> for it's a preserved wildlife area for the mammoths. Yep, no one can go in the top six top thirty percent of the world either. Yes, <laughs> top thirty percent, bottom thirty percent, banned. Yeah, just fuck, fuck all Greenland Perfect. and Scotland and half of Canada. Uh, it's important for the mammoths. Now we they're, have they're to cure the penguins. All right. Josh, we got we got a new woolly mammoth. All right, get him on this task right now. We have to have him prevent the emission of greenhouse gases trapped within the permafrost layer, up to six hundred million tons of net carbon annual. Obviously, woolly mammoth hair traps the carbons in its fur, no, and then no, no, we'll no, do no. that. They're they're <laughs> de- the mammoths will be defending the ice from its natural predator. <laughs> The human being. No, the ma- mamm- mammoths actually consume greenhouse gases, so that's how it pre- prevents the emission. We have to oh. revert now over shrub forests back and in- over shrubbed into natural Arctic grasslands, which natural. help with carbon emissions. Over they this, really are this... saying we're going to knock down forests. Do yeah, they not know that? The... That's Bob pointed. <laughs> Do they not know that shrubs also eat carbon <laughs> emissions? Do they also use CO two for? fuel and turn that into oxygen do they think that the only plant that does that is grass uh i I don't know we'll have to look into that because to restore the mammoth step what are they talking about a region where mammoth can live and thrive i don't know that's the one that i was like really confused about um it's just a it just it's a map and it just shows all of russia basically and then most of northern Canada. Just a big field. Yeah, it was once Earth's most extensive biome. It stretched east to west from uh, Iberian Peninsula in the west of Europe across Eurasia to North America. So the, the, oh. everything in the northern hemisphere. Oh. Do they know that the northern hemisphere still exists? It's still there? They know that, they, right? They, they want to <laughs> turn the whole northern hemisphere into a grassy field. I mean, the Mongols would love it. <laughs> Well, I don't think we have enough horses for everyone, yeah. guys. <laughs> this is insane. This yeah. none of this makes sense. This is this is baffling. You know what it is? It's low effort money laundering. That's all this is. Yeah, yeah I I can get on board with that. Like the whatever technology you would need to revive a mammoth would be extremely impressive and have other applications like talk to some pharmaceutical companies see what they can do with gene editing technology look at look at all the gene therapies they're using right now for cancer treatments that apparently are uh, relatively successful uh just sell a cancer treatment there's there's money in cancer 
not this bullshit. Like, what investor would put money in if this is a slide on your presentation? Like, what the what the fuck? Here's one to equip nature with a resilience against humanity's adverse effects on vital ecosystems. Hey, dipshit! Humanity's the one that just de-extincted the elephant we didn't even fucking live alongside of. What are you talking about? How are we the adverse effect if we can fucking resurrect dead species like God? Like God breathing life into them. Like if their proposal is real in any way, we're the greatest thing that ever happened to nature. We can reverse every negative effect nature has ever had, but we're still the bad guys. That's how you know it's such a fucking grift. Dude, just wait until we de-extinct the Neanderthals and they're even higher on the social hierarchy ladder than uh, (laughs) trans lesbians, trans black people. That would be the funniest thing ever if we... We bring back cavemen, and they just start like fucking murdering gays. Like, and like that's oh God, just. Yes. <laughs> it's time to embrace monkey. <laughs> <laughs> the president gets elected because his platform is literally just throwing his own shit at people he doesn't like. None of this makes sense to wait to foster an ecosystem that can maintain its own defense against climate change. Didn't the woolly mammoths die because it got too warm or something like that? Or did they get hunted out of no, extinction? They're, they're hunted. I, I thought okay. they're hunted to extinction. I thought that was like, no, it was, I thought, I thought a fucking ice age wiped them out. No, it's not the, the fucking goofy movie. Like the, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I thought the I thought that the no they exam- they thrived during the ice age I think and they died as we came out. I of thought it. they died because the ice age killed off the shit they ate and they were too big to survive. It's not that they got too cold. It's that no, the that, ice that, age that hit and sense. they had limited vegetation and gigantic animals don't do well wait, when their wait, food source you hear, is gone. Grass grass th- thrives in the Arctic Circle. Didn't you like see point number two or whatever? <laughs> the mammoth step guys. Oh, yeah. is, Josh, bravo. I, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Th- this is this life. top 10 points is fucking mind boggling. I'm still like wrapping my head around the over shrubbed forest and we want them to become Arctic grasslands. I'm blown away that they're saying resurrecting an elephant can stop the deceleration or it can stop the acceleration of melting the Arctic permafrost. That has nothing to do with anything. Right, okay, hold on. Hear me out. Do you think this is their new pitch to get more, because like they just got recently funded with $60 million more million, right? Do you think that is a product of them going the climate change route of, of their discovery, rather than being They're hitting like, every oh. bullet point of how they can get grant money. It's like, it's like a, it's a grift, but I bet they already know who they're going to get the money from, and this is like how people evade taxes. They like yes. donate $60 million to fucking to science and then most of that goes right back in their own pocket they just are laundering their own tax exemption money back to themselves through organizations like this so this these guys get like a couple mil don't do anything because they're obviously not reviving woolly mammoths they get a couple mil somebody gives them like 60 mil they keep a couple and then like the rest goes back to the person that donated it through backdoor channels and then they get to write off on their taxes that they gave $60 million to fucking charity. Like, that's how these have to work. There's no other explanation. Yeah, I felt like, I, I feel like their entire, like, 
like stick is like under attack without having funding, basically. Like they need to survive, so they need more funding. So what do they do? Well, they go to the hottest topic out right now, climate change. And it's like, sweet, we can save our projects, which is just like, you know, I don't think there is any vital necessity to restoring like the woolly mammoth other than like, you know, pride or uh, or ego or something like that. And I think it's just like a like an ego project that they're doing. And no one wanted to fund it until they started bringing up climate change. And then you get like these dumb fucking retards that are like, oh, it's a climate change initiative. Sure. Throw a hundred thousand dollars at it. Throw a million dollars at it kind of thing. And it, it got people to invest in their dumb shit without them like doing their due diligence to research what their dumb shit actually is. What do you think, Josh? I mean, like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking through the Wikipedia page right now to kind of see what the the history is, and like there there's some, you know, it's, it's some guys who had worked on CRISPR technology, and uh, some some entrepreneur guy Ben Lamb who who kind of started giving them money, and um, yeah, kind of a a bunch of big you know venture capitalist folks just kept giving him money over the last several years, and that's that. Like, this company wasn't formally founded until 21. Um, it's a money laundering scam, obviously. But there's there's not like a, a value proposition here. Like there's not a, you know, usually when you fund a startup, it's because you you have an idea that they're going to be worth uh, 20x in five years and you can make money off of it. Like there, there's there's not. That's if you're not actually investing here. into a real thing. But these people are clearly laundering money through a fake thing. Yeah. Okay. In January 2023, Colossal completed a Series B funding round, raising an additional 150 million dollars and putting the company's valuation at over one billion dollars. What? Dude, you might have stumbled on like one of the greatest fucking scams. Have they got a billion dollars in revenue? No, they're, they're valued. No, no, they're valued. No, they're valued. Yeah. They, they got 150 dollars funding, uh, or yeah, they raised that much more money. Million. Hundred fifty dollars well, in funding. That's we gotta we gotta revisit this company and find the because this is clearly a fucking money laundering scam. I feel like calling them up and like pretending to be a journalist and be like, "Oh, I'm with uh, Nat Geo. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna ask you guys some questions. Is that okay?" <laughs> yeah. How exactly does uh, resurrecting a woolly mammoth decelerate the melting of the Arctic permafrost? See if they can answer that. So here, here's the most recent uh, piece of news I'm seeing. In, in May 2023, Colossal announced that it had successfully generated the first high-quality reference genome of, wait for it, an African elephant. <laughs> oh, my God. They created God. a reference genome for the animal we still have plenty of. Yeah. <laughs> A reference genome doesn't mean anything. That's like literally a PowerPoint of what you think the makeup of an elephant is. This is their seventh goal listed on their website to save the modern elephants from extinction. But it's like, why? Why? We could literally just start breeding them. Like it would. It's very. We're very capable of stopping them from going extinct. I uh, probably should have mentioned too. They've been working on. Um, <clears throat> in October 2022, Colossal announced that it was developing a vaccine for elephant uh, endotheliotropic uh, herpes virus. So uh, they're, they're developing <laughs> elephant vaccines as well. <laughs> By the way, oh, dude, here's, here's another one on their list. To tell me if you know what this means. To establish a proven link between genetic sciences and climate change. What do they mean by that? 
how is genetic science linked to climate change? It's not. That, they're they're figuring it out. Not, they're literally like, making up the reason as we speak. Yeah, that that one that one they pulled out of their ass. Yeah, like because they don't these. Don't... They pulled out of their ass. <laughs> I, I love well, nine. Nine sounds like treason to equip nature with the resilience against humanity's adverse effects on the vital. It's like teaching animals how to use guns against. That sounds like Planet of the Apes. You know what I mean? Like, what are they talking about? They're equipping nature to, to fight humans. No, we're not doing that. What are you talking about? <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, the the death world in Warhammer 40k, where like every single <laughs> plant could kill a human being. <laughs> uh, you thought polar bears were bad. Here's polar bears with tanks. Like, it's fucking, <laughs> what are they talking? About? Why would they want? Why do you need nature to be able to fight us? <laughs> and before we start sending like AR-15s to like bears or something in the next yeah. like, thirty years, <laughs> we need to equip the polar bears with small arms fire, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the the wandering to Syria, like it's not a <laughs> it's smuggling not to Syria. Enough, like, yeah, <laughs> not even subtle anymore. <laughs> Those are humans. They could, you know, they could turn their back on America. They they could form a rebellion against us. That's very risky. Let's just give it to some polar bears and some grizzlies, and we should be good. That way, we can just oh. stockpile weapons in the middle of nowhere. Oh Jesus, that's a good one, Josh. Yeah, what so I, I kind of, I just wanted to. Uh, I don't know if we've ever done a proper, uh, you know, survey of what's going on in the de-extinction realm right now, but um, clearly. There's a lot of progress, a lot of major milestones being hit, uh, a lot of major Multiple molecules, molecules. being de-extincted. <laughs> More um, than one molecule. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 2027, guys. Well, yeah. Josh, we need to... What's what's the name of this like group again? Uh, Colossal Laboratories and bio, Biosciences. We need to like revisit this at some point. Because you stumbled on maybe my favorite thing. Yeah, so it looks like every six months they have a, a uh, you know a big announcement. They're they're working on a new elephant vaccine. They're uh, starting to sequence the dodo bird genome. Uh, they complete getting a copy of a reference genome for the most common elephant we currently still have. Like you know, in six months, I'm I'm sure they'll have some you know amazing um, new new developments like. Uh, maybe they've um, maybe they've started breeding cattle and they're working on the Oryx project as well. Dude, colossal laboratories and biosciences—they rule. This is my favorite company. Invest now. Series C funding coming up very soon. Get in while you still have a chance. It's gonna be worth ten billion dollars by twenty twenty-five. They they even have like a little like what area of the world that they want to turn into an Arctic tundra, and it's like okay everything above India, everything above Africa, <laughs> and all of Europe, Asia, Mexico. and no- everything above Mexico. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this just like, elephants take over the world? So we're up, like where that the southern border of that is the regular habitat of like current elephants. Uh, guys, I think. It's vital for humanity's survival to destroy this company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're looking at the bit. You, you know, when like the Terminator had to go like kill that one black scientist because like he was about to create the Terminator. Yeah, this is this is our moment for that. <laughs> we have to do this before they <laughs> resurrect the tack mammoths. 
to protect the tundras. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> of the entire populated world, like th- that. What they have highlighted, civilized, civilized what they, they want to turn into fucking po- into is the whole civilized territory world. is like yeah. more than half of the population of the planet. <laughs> if they Way added more India half. in there, yeah, it would have been like, like if they had like three India, it would have been like ninety percent. Like well, yeah. that's, again, they already have elephants in India. They don't need more elephants. <laughs> <laughs> True. Jesus, that's all they want is like South America, Mexico, and like India and Africa and Australia. I guess I don't know why. <sighs> okay, they show everything that's a hundred miles north of the equator. They want to be mammoth territory. Oh, <laughs> that is wild. Oh, okay, I love this company. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I thought it was a scam at first, but I this might become a religion. This company rules. <laughs> I'm going to find out where his CEO lives. All right. Do you have a gun to your head question, Josh? Uh, gun to your head. Will any species uh, be de-extincted by 2027, mammoth or otherwise? No, of course not. Yeah, not no. I bet you there's, <laughs> there will never be an, a species that's de-extincted that you can see with the naked eye. I think we will go to the moon again before we see a de-extincted elephant or mammoth. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm betting on there. <laughs> brave, brave, powerful words from Bob over here. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. You need to know what science discovered. You need to know today. Whether it's space or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. Scientists have discovered the alien bodies that were shown in Mexican gov- in the Mexican government. Their bodies are complete skeletons after they have done x-ray studies. So, these aliens... That we saw in the news that the Mexican government, like, you know, put scientists all over are the, saying they're actually real. They're actually there's skeletal structures inside of them. That's weird because to me, it looks like paper mache. But, you know, yeah, these guys are well, much smarter mom- than I That's am. how mummification works. No, this looks like a B plus <laughs> art, pro- art project in junior high with paper mache. <laughs> Especially the one that they have in this article. <laughs> it's like stiff. It's insane it, to it's say hip. that this is a real body. This is <laughs> fucking retarded. It, it's like, it's stiff. Like it's, it's shoulders It's one of those action figures that doesn't have joints. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, or like lifted off because it's like just stuck in place. <laughs> also, how tall are these aliens? Like 15 inches tall? Two feet. So, you know, you got Wait, within like pygmies. nine inches. Those are, yeah. <laughs> they're just pygmy skeletons. We already have plenty of historical and archaeological evidence of them. Two aliens, oh. quote unquote aliens, that were presented to Mexico's Congress by a discredited UFO, uh, UFOologist. I don't know how you want to say that. Were tested by doctors. Yeah, UFOlogist. Were tested by doctors on Tuesday amid cries from uh, scientists of a hoax. The small skeletons, some two feet in length, prompted a bizarre break in <laughs> proceedings last week uh, as uh, Jamie uh, Mawson. Presented them to lawmakers in a large wooden caskets. 
Uh, Wait a second. Ufologist? That's the fucking scientific term they're going with for the study of these creatures? (laughs) For one, who can get a degree and be an expert on something that we literally never had evidence of until these fucking things, apparently? It's not an accredited thing. It just means like the study of UFOs and extraterrestrials. But UFO just means unidentified flying object. That doesn't mean aliens. (laughs) So the scientists use the fucking Hollywood term? They're Russian pygmies with the Russian stealth flying saucers. Okay, is that that better? So stupid. Why would the scientific term be not even representative of what they're studying? So fucking dumb. That's how fucking gay and fake this is. And no one's throwing a bone to the cryptozoologists out there. Come on. Those are the guys doing the legwork. Yeah. (laughs) We will find Bigfoot, I'm telling you. All right. Uh, The doctor claims that the bodies were found in Peru and uh, and are non-human beings that are not a part of our terrestrial evolution. Oh, now they know that they couldn't have evolved from here? Fuck you. Were they found in the wreckage of uh, a crashed uh, you know, flying saucer? Were they found like in a tomb in a cave? Like, w- what's what's the circumstance? That um, the article doesn't get into. And I, I honestly didn't pay attention to that this news cycle too much because I knew it was just fake and gay. Dude, to look at this with. thing going into the fucking X-ray machine, and why did they put shorts on it? Now for modesty. It doesn't have shorts. That's like the 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 light from the MRA machine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it had literally shorts on. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? They put clothes on it. <laughs> they got little like toddler clothes. <laughs> Dress them up like weekend of Bernies. <laughs> oh, God, I hate this so much. This is so fake and stupid. So they did carry out X-rays and CT scans. And they did find, uh, what was it, the Director of Health and Science Research Institute of Secretary of the Navy, which carried out the test, said that they showed bodies had not been assembled or manipulated. Uh, That contradicted earlier suggestions that the bodies had been assembled uh, with animal or human bones, though is unlikely um, to us. Have they heard of a casting you can make it in one piece? Like, what what are they fucking? Yeah. Yeah, Slash, uh, how are they? How are they judging this to begin with? Well, look at the scan. Yeah, this is so fucking gay and fake. They they show us like like you know when boomers see something on the computer and they want to share it with you, they'll take a picture of the, their computer monitor with their cell phone and then send you that picture. That's what they yeah, do yeah. here with like the MRI scan. Like instead of just giving us the scan to put into the article, they take a picture of the monitor that's of displaying the scan. The scan. Yeah. <laughs> and so like you can kind of see like striations and lines going through this x-rayed body, but you yeah, don't like actually real, real bones. See... Yeah, but you don't actually see anything out of it though. So the proving government has uh, has said insane. they are pre-Hispanic objects. With officials, uh, they are saying that they have uh, begun a criminal probe into how the bodies left the country. Uh oh, <laughs> and he has done absolutely nothing illegal. I didn't know about this part. <laughs> I hope this guy just gets thrown in a Mexican prison for the next for fucking thirty years for how dumb this is. He deserves it. To be honest. I love how 
Latinos are accusing other Latinos of what whites did to them, which is steal their artifacts and then present it in, in their yeah. culture <clears throat> as their own. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was to, I was I was hoping I hope that uh, similar to kind of you know your European rich, rich European folks, merchants, whoever uh, would get their hands on uh, mummies back in the day, back when the, t- the pyramids were first being um, excavated, that. Uh, they would have the little parties and eat them, uh, eat eat like the mummified flesh for magic powers or whatever. I hope they do that with the aliens and that people <laughs> get magic powers slash die of whatever diseases are in them. I think there is no die. diseases in them because it's made out of fucking paper mache. It's fucking fake. <laughs> it's an actual pinata. If they eat it, they'll just get to the candy center. You, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, you can't die from eating paper mache. <laughs> Although it's not good for you, I don't recommend it. But yeah, um, this looks fake and gay. Also, what do you guys think? Oh yeah, dude. Anybody that hasn't seen the Mexican Aliens yet, look it up. It's hilarious, <laughs> dude. It's just and about- also I was looking at this shit on YouTube about the Mexican Aliens. I am convinced now that there are no real people that are commenting on news organizations like youtube channels it's not real people because the whole thing is just people going finally we get to hear the truth about aliens it's like over and over again like people saying shit like that no you, you gotta find like the i don't know mainstream popular is the, the way to put it you gotta find the youtube channels and videos where it's a hundred percent fan support for generic or bad content like like find clips of the daily show or something but only look at the positive comments that sort so, of thing you find people just cheering it on uh i opened up the comments to this article it's a telegraph oh, article yeah. from the uk and they're really funny the first guy says sigh right <laughs> <laughs> yeah this this next guy says uh as believable as me being the first calvinist pope <laughs> Like Jesus Christ. Then it has, okay. has previously also presented false alien evidence. Yeah. <laughs> and in boomer fashion, C-, C Forbes. I can't do that linky thing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you're watching early Frasier episodes, uh, he has about five has of about- them on his display cabinet. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is like not a monitored thing because this is what normal humans are fucking saying about this. Like, right. everybody I've talked to that's seen this article is like, that shit looks so stupid. Yeah. And you go to YouTube and it's like, oh my God, finally the truth comes out about aliens. This is amazing. Did, uh, were you making that comment about YouTube comments specifically or just comments on news articles in general? No, it was like it was like uh, New York Times YouTube or something like oh, that. Oh, I see. Yeah, like their channel, clearly curated fake comments. Yeah, correct. Yeah, well, they don't want real opinions going out there. We know that. We all know that. Yeah, that would be insane. All right, I think it's that time of the show where we do voicemails. Like, you weren't sure if it was Riker or not. I knew it was Riker immediately. Oh. Yeah, Aaron. Uh, yeah, you did say it was Riker, but you were very confused. 
there was a several second delay where you're just like, I think that's Riker. Like you weren't sure if it was Riker or not. I knew it was Riker immediately. Get better. Be better. <laughs> Be better. Like Mike Obama. Be better. Do you, do you feel bad about yourself yet? That vo- voicemail has vibes of like the Simpsons comic book shop guy. <laughs> I knew immediately that it was Riker. <laughs> Be gone, sir. Just like fucking Cheeto stained fucking fingers. <laughs> like you can tell that his fucking phone is orange with Cheeto dust. <laughs> uh, knowing the color too, that's uh, very appropriate. And it's not Cheeto dust. It's Dorito dust from the Taco Bell Dorito tacos. Like just, just, just clear, <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> I think Josh knows this oh, color very so well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to dox you. <laughs> Although I forgot to say for episode 188, uh, 148, 88, uh, episode 148, uh, yeah, I, uh, I agree with uh, Aaron that I don't really listen to music. I just podcasts all the time. I to fill so much time and I just do podcasts. The only time I listen to music is on like running. Even then, I just zone out. Music's gay. Podcast of the future. So go back to weekly. You uh, I kind of agree. We do need to go back to weekly, but we'll we'll get there soon. I'll I'll convince them soon. Yeah. How are we get? How else are we going to get to episode fourteen eighty eight if we don't go back to weekly? Right. Exactly. We really Clearly need the to episode do t- he was referencing. We really need to go to twice a week. I, th- I think that's that's the goal. And then we can just shut it down after 1488. Daily. Daily. Daily episodes. Yeah, it'll still take like 15 years to get to 1488. You think we're... You think we're cashing it in now? We're fucking... Wait till you see daily episodes. They'll be so low effort, your fucking head'll spin. Dude, Cashew Honey will be glad he got into the seed round. (laughs) He's excited to get that first check. All right, and that's oh, it. It's coming. See you guys in two weeks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. You've got mail. What the fuck?